Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here. Thanks for staying with us into our guest segment. And you're listening to the Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. We're really glad to be with you. Really, from the bottom of our heart, we want to thank you for taking time out of your day, each and every day, to come here and listen to what our terrific guests have to say. And we have a terrific guest here, and he's an old familiar favorite, has a regular spot on our show. Yeah, you know who that is. Come on, guess, guess, Northern Colorado, you know... Uh, exposing foreign troops in northern Colorado. Paul Martin, yeah, that's right. That's who's here. And we're going to be going through the latest events with Paul Martin. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we are brought to you by preparewithdave.com. Very best in storable food. And food shortages are here. They're beginning to surface. Watch out. I mean, watch out big time, folks, because I can't tell you how bad this is going to get, but it could get really bad. So you need storable food, and you need to get food at your store as long as you can get it. How much do you get? I have no idea what to tell you anymore. I would just keep gathering because that's what we're doing at the Hodges household. So, <laughs> noble. Yeah, I got to tell you. Listen to me. Listen to me. It's noble to be a prepper. It is noble, and you need to do it. Okay, preparewithdave.com. Uh, no price increases here. No gouging. 25-year shelf life. Uh, also, too, ladies and gentlemen, we're brought to you uh, by noble gold now they just completed a reallocation of my assets thank you noble gold when the banks collapse i ain't taking a big hit i'll have operating capital of bank and that's it my wife or and i are putting some money into some special projects but we have diversified and you should too if you have assets to protect noble gold can help you and they will never call you no pressure you'll have to call them 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. Now, this is a great time to buy a car. And we're kind of up in the car cycle where we really do need to buy. Well, let's see. One car is 300000 The other car is 200000 Yeah, we're kind of thinking if the economy really goes south, this may be the optimum time. And i got to tell you, I was in a dealership today because we were getting a car service. Nobody in there. I mean, maybe like one or two couples. So great time. They're desperate. It's a great time to buy a car. But before you do, used car, new car, doesn't matter. We've got a device for you that you can plug in and it'll tell you, hey, this is what's wrong with the car. And this is how much you can expect to have to pay for it. You could save literally tens of thousands of dollars with this device. We call it repairwithdave.com. It's inexpensive and it's effective and people that have got them from us say man thank you very much dave this is awesome we almost bought a lemon for a used car and now we're not repairwithdave.com so those are the people that keep the lights on for us and turning on the light of knowledge is paul martin coming to us from northern colorado beautiful beautiful area but uh overrun with foreign troops hey paul we haven't talked about that for a while any foreign troops hanging out there these days that we need to know about? No, everything everything quite went dark. Um, you know, we had three or four years of it, and um, they've just gone dark. You know, the last ones that I saw were the uh, Gurkha guys. They were at the Ted's stop at the bottom of Pooter Canyon. A friend of mine's wife called him and said, you've got to get over here and see this. And... Uh, so they they were in full uniform and had cross gurkhas on the doors of their jeeps and and some guys were inside getting something to eat and a couple of guys are outside filling up and so he just walked up to this one guy and he goes well, who are you guys and he goes well we're mercenaries 
and that was the uh, that was that was the last sighting that I've had reported to me. I've we, got you know I've got have eyes them. all over yeah. the front yeah. range, but I haven't heard anything in quite a while, which is a good which is a good thing. We should have sent those Gurkha mercenaries to Venezuela. They might have captured Maduro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, you know, a lot of people don't know this. Gurkhas are uh, anti-guerrilla warfare people. So, in other words, if you're fighting a guerrilla war, these are the guys that you want to come in and take care of business. Should have used them in Vietnam. And uh, they, they rooted the Viet Cong out in about two seconds. But uh, these guys are good. And you know what's interesting about them being here, Paul, is someone anticipates, and they did this in Jade Helm 16 where they had the same drills, someone anticipated that American forces were going to be fighting a guerrilla war. Maybe after we get our butts kicked, maybe after we won't give up, guerrilla war, Jade Helm 16, Gurkhas in northern Colorado, hunting out the guerrillas. What do you think? You know, David, at this point, there's absolutely anything possible. Oh, I got to tell you something. I was uh, I was watching an interview just before we went on air between uh, Tucker Carlson and uh, Mojave, Arizona County Sheriff, and I, his name jumps out of my head. And I, I I I'm really sorry. This guy is awesome, awesome. And first thing he said, he goes, "This ain't the country I grew up in." And then before that, they were interviewing. Uh, Tucker was interviewing a lieutenant governor from. Uh, um, Texas and they were talking about the Shelley Luther case and if you don't know what that is that's the lady who went to jail for doing hair and he offered to serve her time and then the governor ordered her released and the first thing he said was the same thing the sheriff said in different interviews this is not the country that I grew up in what's your reaction to that Paul I'm like I'm like that every day I mean I, I've watched the population just curl up in the fetal position some of them hit the dying cockroach position and it's this is psychological warfare at, at, at its best designed to mentally castrate the people absolutely and they're doing a dang good job of it you know what we have here psychologists call learned helplessness you ever read anything I've written on that before yes yeah, it, it, it's really very, very simple. Let, let me just tell the experiment here, and then we'll kind of jump into the examples I know we'll both have. But this guy named uh, Seligman, a psychologist, he, he said, look, stop blaming people in inner cities because you say, hey, get off your butt and get a job. He said they're conditioned, many of them, to be the way they are. And he devised an experiment, which I don't like because I'm a dog lover. I own three really young dogs, two pups and one dog that's not quite two. I'm a dog lover and I hate this experiment. But since it was done, I think we can extrapolate meaning. And here's, what, here's how he did the experiment. He put a dog on an electrical grid and there was no barrier around the grid. And he would shock the dog and the dog would show escapability behavior. So that was baseline. The dog could get away from the shock. And then in stage two, he put a fence around the grid and shocked the dog mercilessly. Dog was yelping, screaming, trying to get over the fence, under the fence, through the fence, couldn't do it. And eventually the dog just laid down and took it. In phase three, he took away the fence. You could clearly see that the fence was gone and here comes the shock. Of course, you'd expect the dog to get up and move. But no, the dog just laid there and passively accepted the shock because it had been conditioned that its actions didn't make any difference. Do you think we're seeing that in our society today? 
Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. And I mean, people aren't. There's a few people I talk to that know the the, the numbers are bogus. I mean, there, there's some people paying attention. It's probably I don't know five, six, seven percent. Yeah. But every, you know, we got to wear our mask now, and you can't. No retail outlet out here will let you in their store without your mask on. Denver's in total mask lockdown. So. I mean, these these guys are probably laughing their butts off. Man, we took these guys without a shot. I know, I know. You know, if I was one of those people trying to go into a store with a mask, I would get a, a Sharpie, and I'd write on the outside of the mask, stick them up. <laughs> well, I'm surprised that there hasn't been any, uh, any robberies over this. Of course, we've got a pretty close-knit community here, but uh, they, as we'd said in a former broadcast they've been having trouble in uh, Fort Collins at Sam Clubs and Costco stuff like that of people waiting out in the parking lot to take the take the groceries from you know people that look weak older ladies and stuff like that yeah but you know these they, they can't even do one plus one is two those Costco's parking lots are full those people are in there bumping and grinding little grocery store here you know, uh, they they only allow big sound or only 299 people in the store at one time. Well, there's never been 299 people in that store ever. And, you know, they got their masks on, but, you know, there's no social distancing while they're shopping. In the lines, they've got footprints and stuff where you have to, where you have to stand. And, uh, but you can't go to church. But you can go to Costco with seven, 800 other people. I know. It, it, the I, American people are just brain dead. I've railed against pastors who are sissies. What would Jesus do, Paul? Think he'd open his, you think he'd open his church? Oh, absolutely. And he'd practice social distancing, do you agree? Maybe, but if Jesus had a church... Well, if it was Jesus, he wouldn't have to worry about it. But if he were yeah. playing by the civilian authorities' rules, you know, Romans 13, you know, render unto Caesar what Caesar... He'd probably try to comply with the law as long as it didn't interfere with the worship, right? You right. Think, you think Jesus would mind going from two services to four to accommodate everybody? Nope. See, I like that question because well, sometimes I, I mean, get guidance in my life. What would Jesus do? And that's what I'm asking yeah. here. So he'd, he'd do whatever it took. I know. And but these I mean, pastors look, are not doing whatever it takes. No, they're not. I mean, they, some have. I mean, you've seen the people in their cars with the windows up, you know, listening to the pastor on the radio, or and 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 and, and those things get disbanded. That's the ultimate social distancing. People <laughs> should have said no. Should exactly. have said We're no. We're not leaving. When I was up at uh, Bedouin's Bakery in Wickenburg, covering the businesses that refused to close, and we went there over a two-day period. And uh, I, I love the owners of Bedouin's Bakery. First of all, the uh, wife is, is on the city council, and she said no and heck no. And, and uh, her husband is uh, the grandson of refugee from Armenia. Uh, genocide? You think he had it drilled into his head about rights and what government will do? And he said, this is the way it starts in every yep. totalitarian regime. It starts like we're seeing now, and then it expands. And before you know, they're killing millions. Yep. Well, the suicide rate's already 
it, the suicide rate has passed the virus in Australia. The uh, suicide hotlines are up 800% in Tennessee. Yeah, they got some bad politicians in Tennessee, too. You know, yep. it's interesting. Uh, the Texas lieutenant governor, when he was on Tucker Carlson, he said something I totally agree with. Although, my governor, uh, not my governor, ain't my governor, there's a new phrase. Doug Ducey, uh, masquerading as a Republican, uh, is abusing his uh, subjects. I call him King Ducey. But the rest of them are pretty much Democrats. And uh, this lieutenant general from... Uh, um, Lieutenant Governor, I should say, from uh, Texas said, you know, have you noticed, Tucker, it's the Democrats that are abusing everyone? And they were talking about the Shelley Luther case. And and he said, Democratic judge, Democratic area. He goes, what else can we expect from these people? They love bringing down the hammer. And again, he was one of the people that said, this ain't the country I grew up in. Yep, and he's, he's right. Well, it, all of these... All these people ought to be brought up on charges. I mean, it's it, it's just insane. Well, well, we'll come back to this topic because it's never going to go away, I'm afraid. Um, no. You, you know, I'm going to say this. To, to, uh, well, no, I want to hold on to that. Um, I'm sorry, I'm babbling here. I'll get right to the point. Um, when we take a look at um, abuse of government, um, General Flynn had its charges dropped today. And there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff coming out on that. Already well, is. Can you be a little more detailed on that? What do you mean by a whole bunch of stuff? Well, they're already they're already going through files and digging stuff on Brennan and of course Comey's running scared and Schiff's running scared and and uh, this 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 might be a pretty good rodeo. Schiff is the one that started this against him. He, yep. ab he abused his position as the head of the Intelligence Committee for the House, and then he went after him, and when he went after him, he used illegally obtained surveillance material that, first of all, wasn't even accurate. It was fabricated. Yeah, and Brent, I mean, uh, Clapper uh, came out today that he, are, he had written uh, a note that, uh, you know, there's this is in 2017. There's no Russian collusion with the with the president. Well, Trump said this was a witch hunt, and I think the president was correct, being borne out. But, but Paul, here's where I'm really upset. I'm more than upset. I'm livid. Here's a man who has served his country with honor and dignity, risked his life, had less of a personal life than he could have because of the career path he pursued and serviced us. And how do we repay him? We bankrupt him with bogus charges that get dropped, and yet he's left with nothing. So far, I bet there's some really big high-power attorneys that are chomping their bits to go after these people. Well, that's kind of what I've been championing here on my uh, YouTube channel. That's exactly what I said today. I said, he needs to sue, and I'll tell you this, too. Don't tell me Obama's not involved, okay, because this happened on his watch and he's one degree of separation away from what happened. I don't believe that he acted uh, unknowingly. I mean, oh, I didn't know what they were doing. Uh, just like Richard Nixon and Watergate. Same deal. He needs to, you know, Flynn needs to get some benefactors. And he needs to sue every one of these people for malicious prosecution, for fabrication, for defamation. 
he needs to bankrupt the other side and he needs to get damages and and I'm going to help him with a legal defense fund and I don't know if anyone's going to organize that but whoever would have a site like that I'd certainly link into it from my site I'm sure you would too wouldn't you absolutely yeah I mean we cannot treat people like General Flynn like this and expect to attract other good people to serve their country well this is just like when we after Trump got elected you know we did a show shortly after there and and I, I said on the air I said make America great again that's anathema to these people just like General Flynn good wholesome you know mom apple pie and God and country they hate that they can't stand that you know they don't like you unless you're a thug exactly or sick or demonic but, all of the but, above. but let's look at what we know Paul indulge me for just a second here Nancy Pelosi from the D'Alessandro family I think some people already know some people don't that's the biggest crime family uh, in Baltimore at the time she grew up and uh, they were one of the biggest on the East Coast daddy was in the black nobility I'm not making this up folks you couldn't make this stuff up and good old fancy Nancy continues her criminal ways because uh, she hangs out with people who facilitate cartel drug running and violence and I you remember that photo I published of her and Beto make all drugs legal O'Rourke and pre ex-president Mex of Mexico Nieto who took a hundred million dollar bribe from Chapo Guzman not to interdict drugs do you remember that and they were all together yep remember it well I couldn't make this stuff up they were there picture taken boom this is who she's hanging out with then you got Diane I never met a communist Chinese party member I didn't like who had a spy uh, from the Chaikom party as her driver for 20 years and her husband does more business with the Chaikoms than he does with America I would guess but he's always in business with the Chaikoms and the BLM is always helping him get over on innocent farmers so they can have favorable trade deals with China uh, and so you have Feinstein, you know, and she's facilitated no bid contracts for her husband's companies. I've covered that before. And then you've got Adam Shifty Schiff, who basically is the wingman for Pelosi with cartels and supports Feinstein with Chicoms. And you got Kamala Harris, who, when she was state attorney general, blocked Freedom of Information Act inquiries into things like sex trafficking, cartel activity. I could go, oh, how am I doing, Paul? I'm sorry, I don't mean to do a monologue, but how am I doing with showing you're the dead. allegiances of these people? Oh, you're dead on. So here we are with these people, and you say they don't like the mom uh, uh, and Pa Kettle, they don't like, because mom and Pa Kettle are America, and they don't like people like General Flynn, who's an all-American hero. He could be Captain America in my book. You know, they just hate people like that because they're so dedicated to the communist ideals. They want to bring the republic down and have their Bolshevik revolution. Exactly. Hey, I want to get your reaction to this. I, I published this today, and no sooner did I have it out. Two hours later, the guy took it back. The head of health for Ventura County. Did you see that, that video that was on my website? Oh, yeah. I was all over that last night. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're the one who told me about it. Um, man, oh, man, oh, man. This guy comes out and says, we're taking your kids. If you got more people than toilets, we're taking the people. Remember that? Yep. And, and, and they, they talked about tents. 
and, and so anyway, I'm watching the news after I published the article today, and here it was. He's doing another press conference. And I go, oh, no, is he going to brag how many people he seized? No, he starts walking back his BS. He said, oh, if you all think I said I was going to take people out of their homes to other facilities, I think you misheard me. No, 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 no. I heard exactly what he said. And he tried to walk it all back. And and yet they still have 20,000 people hired by Newsom to be contact tracers. In other words, the Gestapo. How many people do you know that in California that have the J stamp? We just want to take all you Jews and put you in nice, friendly confines. Only let's substitute the word uh, coronavirus victim for Jew. What do you think, Paul? Exactly. Unbelievable. This they, ain't got, the... they got a lot of heart. But, I mean, you, I mean, if you look at a lot of the totals and stuff, um, Afro-Americans, Latinos, and Asians are getting hammered more than the Anglos are. You mean in terms of being victimized by, uh, excuse me, in terms of being victimized by the virus? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I agree. And I, I don't know about Asians, um, but a disproportionate number of blacks and Latinos do live in urban areas. Um, and more densely populated areas would mean more spread of the virus. I mean, I could be wrong, Paul, but that's where my logical mind goes with this. Well, I, I think that's the basic core, or the, that they're in the larger cities. But, you know, talking about the, the demonic Democrats and their mass insanity scares me more than anything. They've had a resurgent. They Now they're having a second wave hitting Iran, and they've gotten monkey-hammered over the last couple of months. I mean, they're, di- they're bulldozers digging huge mass graves, and... Uh, there's no, there's no telling what these people are capable of. You know, I, I feel bad about that, too, and I'll tell you why. Forget the imams and the crazy people that run Iran. Um, I know a lot of Iranian people, and I really like them. They're really good people. They have no ill will for us. They want to be like us, to be honest with you. Do you remember when the Ayatollah Khakamani came to power, and he started putting women to death for disco dancing? Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I mean, the people admire... In fact, we played a soccer game after 9-11 in Iran, and uh, they gave one of the most moving tributes ever to our country. Uh, the people there are good people, just like anywhere else. 90% of people are good people. It's just people that go into politics just love to wield power over people and be abusive and be corrupt and steal and get wealthy at our expense. Yep, there's 6,000 years of history of it. Yeah, Jesus and the money changers. Yep. Where is Jesus today in the temple when we need him? Yeah, well... I know, I I, I just... Um, oh, man, I, I, I got to tell you, Paul, uh, again, I'll say it, this ain't the country I lived in. By the way, speaking of Iran, um, I've got an intelligence report that tells me the Iranians are pouring into Venezuela. Really? Yes. And the thinking is they're there for two reasons. One, to beef up a military response against an American invasion. Two, they're beginning to hijack Venezuelan oil to Iran because they know someone's going to get it. Yeah, and that someone would probably be us if we could grab it. Well, I think Maduro knows he's going to need a sanctuary country, and Iran very well may be it. 
That's what I'm guessing here, and that's actually the speculation that I was talking to someone inside the Fed today about this. Um, and he said that clearly Maduro's going to need sanctuary. He said the Chinese can't save him. And he said the Chinese aren't fortified enough. And by the way, too, uh, this is another piece of information I'm going to expand upon on our podcast. But uh, uh, a small portion of the Colombian army, small portion, has mobilized on the Venezuelan border. And it can only be for one of two reasons. One, they plan on incursions. Or two, they think the Chinese may attack across the border. So, Is there any idea how many Chinese troops are, are there? I've asked that question uh, to many people, and I get almost a different answer for as many people as I ask. The most common answer I get, though, is we're not sure. They think they think anywhere between fifteen and 20,000. Wow. That, that's the most common number I hear. Then I hear two to 3,000. And then I hear, well, they're there as oil workers, but they're really in the Army. Kind of like what they do here with the solar energy farms. Yep. Okay, so that's what I'm getting down there. They're geared up for war, and they know that we're going to invade them. And I don't think there's... Well, I've told, I think I told you this. If I didn't, I'll tell you now. Okay? This is just between you and me and how many other tens of thousands of people listen to this broadcast. But do I really want to say this? I'm not trying to tease anybody. Do I really want to say this? Oh, just spit it out, lad. The um, the Chinese are gearing for war in every theater. They have submarine bases off the coast of Ecuador on these islands, and they're reinforcing those bases. They're putting advanced radar detection there as well, too. The type that hooks up with satellites in space. Um, that's one thing I know to be true. And they're doing the same thing on the southern tip of Chile. So the Chinese, and why the Chinese would be there? Well, think about it. If we have to resupply Colombia and we got to do it by sea, we would have to go down the coast, right? And those Chinese submarines could become a problem. And we know they have masking technology by virtue of the fact that they have surfaced in places like San Francisco Bay without even being detected. Yep. Gulf of Mexico, too. Yeah, I know. So that that's what I'm saying is we're going to war. And I've, I've been told by someone in the Pentagon, uh, one of my best sources said, how'd you like to talk to someone in the Pentagon, Dave? And I said, I'd love to. And he said, well, we support Trump in the Pentagon. It's about a 70-30 split, and the rest are Obamanites. But he said, the reality is this, is that the people that pull our strings are the military-industrial complex. And he said, Trump needs to give them a war before they'll support him. And Well, he may have, I mean, the, the, the public discord about this Chinese Wuhan bioweapon that they dropped on us. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of people that I've talked to that, you know, <laughs> somebody needs a spanking, Mr. President. Well, let me tell you this. This is where I sit, Paul. And I've talked to a number of people about what you just said. The There's three possibilities for the origin of this virus, okay, in terms of the release of it. One is the Chinese have it and they accidentally let it out. They didn't mean to, they did, and then they tried to cover it up. There's no question they covered it up. Okay, number two, they used it as a bioweapon. They knew it would make their way to the United States to crush our economy and hurt our ability to maintain long-term war because we wouldn't have strong industries to convert from peacetime to wartime production. Okay, that's number two. Number three, oh, it came from that little uh, restaurant with bats and bat soup and bat shit crazy. Um, <laughs> No, that's not even believable. So it's one of the two. 
third one's a joke. Yet that's the one that's being put out there right now. But that's a joke. This thing didn't come from bats. I mean, I, I listen, maybe it was an accident, Paul. Accidents happen, but the Chinese still acted irresponsibly afterwards. They should have told us immediately what was going on instead of waiting six weeks. Well, that I mean, the, uh, the origins of this thing lead back to Obama. This was out of a level three lab in North Carolina. The baseline for this thing was SARS and H1N1. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Obama gave it to the Chinese. They took it back home and, and built a monster. Well, yeah, again, that's a point of controversy. I'm going to hang my hat on what I can prove. Let me just say this, okay? It's not unusual for countries to coordinate with chemicals and biologicals. It's actually quite common. So the fact that Obama did that, I, I, if he had done it with Britain, I'd have said, okay, completely support that. Doing it with China, you can really draw a big question mark because Chinese are not our friends, in my opinion. Um, I, I, I would question Obama's judgment there and even his loyalty. But that doesn't necessarily mean there was a conspiracy to do what they did, but it doesn't mean there's not either. But see, we'll never know, and here's why. It's a big mystery. So I'm staying here for the record. I don't know what the truth is here because there's never been a good investigation. That's why. The Chinese refuse to let our intelligence companies come in, uh, our agencies come in and investigate. They've said, no, stay away. Um, and until that happens, then we don't know, Paul. We can only kind of follow what we think is the trail and make the best educated guess. Well, one thing that we do know is they splashed in an H2 gene into that monster, whoever did it, and that affected Asians. And the reason that the Iranians got monkey hammered is because they're not Arabs, they're Persians. Yeah, and they, I, have, yeah, they have, yeah. They have a, a, the DNA to, that, that that thing will accept. So, I mean, you got to... Well, and you you can look if you want to look China look at it financially. They're in deep kimchi. Yeah, they're in trouble. No, there's no question. They can't maintain a war any longer than we can right now. Except they've had superior numbers, but we have superior big weapons. Their only hope is to take out our satellites. Right. Um, I mean, their 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 food costs were a massive part of their GDP. So well, yeah. They don't care if they kill. 15 million people or 20 million or whatever the number is they don't care that just drops their food cost prices so that, that, that's that, very that, that's very possible i suggested that in the very beginning of this but here's the bottom line okay without an investigation we can't absolutely be sure do you see what i'm saying well on 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 all fronts and i understand what you're saying being a college professor and i'm just a redneck but my gut level <laughs> reaction is the Chinese did this. Yeah, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah. And I have, I have my opinion too. I, I'm going to say this. If the Chinese did do it, we need to have war yesterday. Okay? That's my belief. I'm not calling for war yesterday. Because I don't know yet. I mean, this could, be, this could be gross incompetence and it's like, oh crap, what did we do? And we're, we're slow to react. And listen, I'm not taking the Chinese side. I'm saying I'm looking at both sides of this, and I'm saying we need an investigation. 
And this is where I have a real problem with the World Health Organization. They've supported China. Okay, fine, support China. But how about telling China, hey, to satisfy the rest of the world and make these conspiracy theories go away, you need to submit to an investigation, an independent investigation. Do you, do you see what I'm I saying? I don't see that happening. Buddy. Oh, no, no, it won't happen. But here, here's where I think Trump has the right to act. If you don't cooperate with investigation, you don't prove that you didn't mean to do this to us, and, and if it's an accident, okay, and you delayed, all right, you're a dumbass, but you know what, maybe we can still work with you. But if you did this and it resulted in the death of 70,000 and climbing Americans, just like you send fentanyl here with the same death toll, then we got a problem, a big problem. And I'm not willing to jump on the war wagon until I have the truth. And you think the World Health Organization, if it was a pure and pristine organization, would be telling China, look, let's put this to bed. We don't think you did this, so let's show the United States and the rest of the world what happened so we can move forward. And, and until that happens, this remains an open question. No matter how much social media censorship is out there, this is something that deserves to be investigated. Do we agree on that? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and pretty dang quick, too. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I said yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and the cover-up is, is undeniable because I looked at timelines. And, and, you know, I understand a few days. Okay, what do we got? How bad is it? Okay, G okay, I get that. I get that. That's human error. But when it goes on for weeks, that's no longer human error. That's called a cover-up. And I'm willing to commit to that. There was a cover-up involved. And you know what? That's human nature. You made a mistake. You covered it up. All right. I don't think that's a reason to go to war. I really don't. If you did it on purpose, reason to go to war. That, I mean, that's my personal opinion, and, and I want the truth here. Paul, if we're going to commit to a war that could kill untold millions, if not billions of people, don't you think we should be absolutely sure of the truth? Oh, oh, without a doubt. But don't you, <clears throat> don't you find it um, interesting that here the Democrats are in deep kimchi. You've got the yellow vest in France. You've got millions in the street in Hong Kong. You've got populism rising around the world, and poof. Mm -hmm. I find that I find that very interesting. I mean, the, the Democrats threw up all those candidates, and all the best they could come up with is an Alzheimer patient and a full-blown <laughs> communist that likes to party in Moscow. Mm -hmm. so, have kids from the swimming pool rub his leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I know. I, don't like, I, don't I know. I know the curly hairs on his leg. Excuse me, I didn't mean to leave that out. Um, I hear exactly what you're saying. Um, you know, it could be were they in on it, or is it just a matter of don't let a good crisis go to waste? Could be that too, Paul. Well, I, 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 I don't know who released it. But I know the timing is very interesting, we'll say. I don't disagree with you. But I'll tell you there's another factor in this, too, that we need to consider. Um, I think if Russia had to choose between China and the U.S., they're choosing China. Well, of course you would. We're weak. I mean, this nation is just going to get weaker and weaker and weaker. I mean, we got 
what, 33 million unemployed? That's just going to get worse. Um, you got the suicide rate going up, uh, and that's just going to get worse. Uh, will, they, will, will they ever open the restaurants up? And I'm talking about here. Probably not. Um, I mean, it, this is this is this is a gift to them, buddy. Um. Yeah, except their devastation was greater than ours. Oh, that's that's very true. But I'm I'm just talking about over here on our side of the pond. These Democrats are probably dancing with glee in Nancy Pelosi's front room. Social distancing, of course. Not for more ice cream. Um, <laughs> the um, <laughs> the Democrats are loving this because Absolutely. because okay here you have Whitmer okay you can't mow your yard she's just trying to make people hate their lives so they blame Trump in November it's clear that's their strategy they never want to be open and Fauci is one of them oh I don't know maybe 2022 we'll have sports again did you see that stupid comment oh I've seen t I've seen tons of his stupid comments yeah i, I, I mean, mean his his goose publicly i don't know how the president's feeling about it but story after story after story on what he, he gave i don't know a couple million two or three million to the wuhan laboratory in china well you know listen that doesn't convict him of wrongdoing but it does speak to his allegiances that are outside the U.S. government. Exactly. That, yeah. And, and to me, that's a conflict of interest, and he should be immediately fired for it and possibly prosecuted. You can't do that. I, I can't work in a company and have my outside interest company influence my decision where I buy products because I'm going to make more money. That's illegal. It's illegal in any business. And especially yep. when you're in a position of trust inside the government, it should never be allowed. So I, I just, I'm beside myself that Trump has not acted. I mean, all he has to get up there and say, here's his resume, guys. <laughs> do we really want him? Does he, do you think he's working in your interest? Do you think he gives a damn about you? No, no, no. No. And, and so you and I are in complete harmony on that. Um, well, him and that other witch, they're both connected to Bill Gates. They're both connected to the Clinton Foundation. Yes. That's been established. Yeah. And if those groups are involved in medical decision-making, like making a virus or making an antiviral, then he has to recuse himself from his position. It's just like a judge, too. A, you know, a judge has a conflict of interest in the court case that comes before him. You can't touch that. Nope. So that's absolutely crazy. I mean... The fact that Trump is allowing this. Um, Trump is showing signs of trying to come back, but yesterday he, well, what was it? Last Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? The 6th of May. He traveled to Phoenix to be an errand boy to tour Honeywell to see the masks that are being made. Is that worthy of the time of the President of the United States in a crisis? No, he, he, he ought to 
have Brad brass knuckles on and a club in the other hand to start cleaning house. Yeah, I, I mean, he's the errand boy for Fauci right now. Yeah. And people get mad when I say that, but I said, I can't remember a president doing something like that before. He's an errand boy. He, he Where is your authority, Trump? Oh, just It's just amazing. But let me tell you what the Mojave County Sheriff said, too, in addition. He said, we, he says, I am not going to criminalize people going to work when there are other people going to work. And under our system of justice, everybody has to be treated the same. So just because you put a label on, oh, you have an essential business. No, I'm sorry, you're non-essential. Well, you know who the most non-essential people in our country are? The damn politicians. Yep. Well, I mean, if, if you look at this suicide rate, I mean, you would have to, you would have to be, certainly put churches under being essential. That's I mean, a really good point. People are going point. nuts staying in their house, including me. I mean, I get out and go when I want to, but I just, I know most of the patrolmen in, in Wellington, so I'm not too worried about it, but um, it's, I, just, it's just yeah. gone, so, it's, it's so insane, and it's so bad. <clears throat> I, can, I cannot believe, I would bet everything I got on a new crisis. Oh, oh there's going to be a follow-up, there's no question. Hey, i got to tell you about this talk show host. He had me fooled. What a fool I was to believe in anybody in the mainstream media. So, uh, I think it was on Monday. He comes out on a show, and he just rails against Doug Ducey. Hey, look, Ducey, 67% of the people that are dying from coronavirus are in assisted living care facilities. They're over 65. They have multiple health conditions. They make up 0.001% of the population. You're targeting the wrong thing. You can't treat everybody the same, blah, 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 blah. And he goes on, time to be open, time to be open, time to be open. And he's just going off on Ducey. Now, I tell you, my wife figured it out. That's why she's got the better financial mind than me. I'm telling her about this, and she goes, oh, that's simple. And she goes, KTAR Radio, they're losing uh, advertising. <laughs> that's why they want everything open. And I said, oh, my gosh, you're right. Now that things are beginning to be on the verge of partially being open, today he goes on the radio. I could not believe this, Paul. You want to talk about a 180 and my word <laughs> is not my bond? He goes on the radio today, and he, he, he defends the governor. He says, there are no conspiracies to this governor. In other words, he'd have you believe there could never be a conspiracy in politics. Oh, my God, that's all politics is. I know. I, I, I sent him an email. I said, yeah, I know there's no conspiracies. I'm a coincidence theorist, and I've been that way since 1967 because the CIA told me there's no such thing as a conspiracy in 67. So, anyway, he just going off on these conspiracy theories. And he talked about Dr. Judy, how do you say her last name, Misovitz? Um, you're you're really close, man. That was a that was a dynamite interview. Yeah, uh, but he goes off on her without mentioning her by name. I knew he was talking about, and he said, "Well, I can't disagree with everything she said." Yeah, no kidding, because she's quoting facts. Like I quote facts, like they're counting the flu symptoms on top of coronavirus to keep people locked down longer. That's a fact. They're using presumptive diagnosis where they're guessing at the cause of death, even though there's five other possible causes in someone who's 80 years of age. Nope, it's got to be coronavirus because we presume it to be true. And and uh, she was saying all the same things that I've been saying, Paul. And this guy's going off and said the governor. Oh, and they made a big deal about him being on TGen. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. If he's in a company that's connected to the Gates Foundation and they are doing 
uh, vaccine work, and they're charged with making the vaccine. Do you think he has any motive at all to use his office for the benefit of TGen? Absolutely. He's a yeah. politician. Oh, but not according to Mike Broomhead of KTR Radio. Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Well, yeah, it is, but it's not a theory. It's a fact. I mean, you know, l- let me tell you how I see it. This is really simple. Keep us locked down until the vaccine's ready and make it mandatory before you get out of jail. How's that for a conspiracy, Paul? Yeah, they, they can't make it. It takes a long time to make an effective vaccine, and probably none of them are really that effective. I had a nurse at the store, and uh, we, were, we were talking about this, and, and uh, we was talking about masks, and said, I'm a nurse. I wear one of these dang things 12, 14 hours a day now. And she said, this whole thing is a scam. She said, I was with five patients over Friday and Saturday that passed away on my shifts. And they all died from multiple things. But guess what was on the birth, the death certificate? There you go. Drum exactly. Roll. Yeah. Yep. She exactly. was livid. She said, this whole thing's a scam. She said, we don't know the real numbers, and we probably won't. But I'll guarantee you the numbers they're giving us right now are complete junk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and here's the other thing, the testing numbers. The FDA admitted they couldn't test almost half the kits for accuracy. So we don't know the false and negative uh, positive, I mean, negative rates, false po- positive, negative rates. So we don't know that, Paul. So how can you say, oh, okay, we've tested people. Your numbers mean nothing if you don't know what your false positives are. Well, you, I don't know if you saw this tonight, but uh, that uh, COVID-19 test kit, they tested some apples today and said it had it. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And there was a, a, a dictator in uh, Africa, and I forget what country now, and he tested it on animals, and they were getting positives. And he goes, yeah. these testing kits are a bunch of crap. He was saying this. So testing means nothing. And uh, I saw another interview with a doctor today, and he says, what do you think about the contact tracing they want to do? And he goes, well, that would have been real good in the first week or two. He goes, now it's too late. He goes, it's everywhere. He said, this is a waste of time and resources. I mean, if there's a way to mismanage this, it's been done. But I think the goal is to keep our country locked down. And here, here's where Broomhead said this could never happen. And the economy suffers. Well, Broomhead is the economy in shambles. Our unemployment rate as of last Monday is 27.72%. That's 5% higher than any time, almost 6% higher than any time during the Great Depression. Uh, let, let's see. We keep people locked down and wreck our economy. Would anyone have a motive to do that? Maybe like Democrats that can't win an election legitimately? Yeah. And now there weren't mail-in ballots. That's a, oh that's a disaster just oh. waiting to happen. Oh, Paul. Paul. You know, say it ain't so, Joe, as the old saying goes. Um, yeah, mail-in ballots should be outlawed. You know, we got good well, voter I mean, fraud here in Arizona. We really do. You know, they carry open crates of votes. Uh, this is the Maricopa County um, director of voting. I forget his title now. But, uh, yeah, he had people, and this I've been told this by firsthand witnesses, uh, one person taking open ballots in a box, in a car, and privately transporting the votes. What could go oh, yeah. wrong? What could go wrong with that? <laughs> exactly. What could go wrong? Well, <sighs> our, this whole voting system is a scam anyway. 
I think it was about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, they were they got a bunch of young hackers and they were told to hack into the Diebold machines. The girl that won was 14 years old, Dave. She beat everybody by a mile. I mean, we had a, we had a what, about five, four or five years ago, you had a 12-year-old from London hack through the Pentagon firewall. You can't, you cannot have voting on electronic stuff. There's been video, you can probably go to YouTube and look them up. Guys showing you how to hack them. Well, let me share with you my thoughts, okay, because we're coming up on the end. I'll get your reaction quickly. I've told people we need millions in the street, resulting in civil disobedience. Open your business. Gyms, open up. Hair salons, open up. Restaurants, open up. Want to maintain good social distancing? Oh, more power to you. Great. I think it's a good idea. Uh, that's one. Two, we need lawsuits uh, for unequal representation under the 14th Amendment. There's been no equal protection under the law. Some businesses are favored over others, and just because they give them an essential designation means nothing. I'll buy it with cops and first responders. I won't buy it with Walmart and Sam's Club. And then um, the third thing that we need to be doing is voting out the vast majority of incumbents. Well, that's, that's a given. Well, with all these Democrat governors and all those very, very angry voters out there. 20 seconds, Paul. They, yeah, they could, these other people could be in, in jeopardy coming up on the next election for these Democratic governors. If we can get the people to remember, this is why you and I need to keep pounding, pounding, pounding uh, until people will not forget. Um, Paul's website, you want to follow it, revolutionradio.org. And he's a frequent guest here on the show. And uh, we're going to entitle this, Paul, This Ain't the America That I Grew Up In. Hey, Paul, good stuff, my friend. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Dave. God bless. Take care.